Let's do it to it. All right. Tell me one, Jimmy. Bro, did you see that video of a hockey player? The guy took a skate blade to the throat. No. But do we need do we need sense of this? Are you glad that you played pickleball and not something like that? Yeah, I'm glad. That's insane. Was that NHL? Was, he's in England playing. He was a former NHL player and he was playing in England. Yikes. Yeah. All right. We're done. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of King of the Court. I am your host, Tyler. Who is this guy? Jimmy. The other host? The other host. What shirt are you wearing? Slow Tua, Tago Vailoa, Tyreek Hill, repping the Big Dolphins win. Eric Roddy, you know what I'm talking about. He's a Dolphins fan. Eric. I didn't know who those people were when he walked well, into. It's not Taylor Swift. So I know. Sense. You should do T Swift and Kelsey. What's I his should. name? Kelsey. Yeah, we should. What's his first name? Is that his first name? Kelsey. Travi. Travi. All right. Travi. Like Travis Rettenmeyer. There we go. All right. Welcome back to another episode. We are thrilled to be here. Um, first and foremost, we'd love to thank our title sponsor, The Pickler. Yeah. Jimmy. The Pickler. Pickler number one indoor pickleball facility in the country 80 plus locations locations over a hundred actual oh, locations yeah. coming hundred yeah. i would uh, they said they want 300 by 2025 yeah i think those are very ambitious goals but i think they'll get close to yeah to that they're, number they're blowing up they're everywhere they're premier they're state-of-the-art go check them out find one in your area we already talked about how Na- like by the way we talked about nashville uh-huh Right. And then I saw an article that Nashville's opening three of them. Like it's, yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Um, so. Go check them out. And if you need any paddles or pickleball related items, go to picklershop.com and use code KOTC for your next paddle purchase. Um, also, Jimmy. Yes. Can we say this now? We have a new sponsor. New sponsor. We have a new sponsor. And we are pumped about it. We are actually very excited for them. Um, it is C&D Nets, Pickleball Nets. These yes. are the heavy-duty ones. It's not the temporary, the flimsy no, ones. these, these are You ins- need... How many jimmies would it take to lift up? A one, but normal <laughs> humans. Normal humans, it would take several. These are legit. They're heavy, yeah. They're heavy. They're durable. We will have more information on them. We will have a code for you guys. But C&D Nets, get ready to purchase your next net because these are unreal. I looked on their web. That's like a 10-year warranty. Like, yeah. It's insane. So Anyways, get we'll, get, we'll get a little bit more into that later on in the show, uh, but we are going to get started right now. Uh, so this past week was a little bit calm. We had the APP Houston tournament. Houston. Um, right. How was that, Jimmy? So Houston was... You know, back. Let's go back to APP as usual. They hate their fans. They don't like to stream. But Ken Herman was dancing. But Ken Herman was dancing because he didn't have to stream. I heard Ken Herman gets offended that people get mad at him for not streaming. You know the other thing that they don't do? They don't stream the bronze matches. Well, PPA doesn't do that either. I understand, but PPA streams everything leading up to it. Yeah. Like APP, like you're the only show in town this weekend. Yeah. Nobody's had pickleball for three weeks. Yeah. People were like, I mean, begging to watch pickleball. Thirsty. Yes, they were thirsty. And yet you guys only stream two days. And then they switched. How are we going to get this changed? Well, they're they're, oh the other thing is Can we fly you out there and have you hold up the phone? I was told that some pros tried to stream and they told them to take their phones down. (laughs) They wouldn't even let the pros stream matches that weren't on days that they weren't going to be streamed. 
Ken Herman hates people. Like what is happening? Like what? You gotta let give people what they want. Let them watch the freaking. They want those streams. I mean, they want to do something. They want I remember, to watch. Um, I don't know what year it was, maybe four or five years ago at the U.S. Open, um, and they announced rules like that where you can't stream anything. Yeah. And so people were still streaming, but then those streams would get taken down. Yeah, Ken Herman hates pickleball, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand how hard it is to stream. I mean, I'm, maybe there's, I'm sure there's some cost involved, but you're streaming it on your own YouTube channel, so it's not like you're, you know... No. It's not like it's a broadcast network. Yeah. So they're just wanting to control the narrative, control what gets put put out there. Well, I mean, what they're trying to do is they're trying to protect Salome from her horrible line calls. <laughs> That's what I think they're trying to do. All right. We'll get into that. All right. So APP recap. Yeah. Let's go recap. So okay. I was told, by the way, we got to be really careful today. Okay. So we can't say K. I can't say makes sense. I can't chew gum. I can't wear. Should we get a board of things yeah, that we? I can't wear we, shirts that are all the same color. I can't be too close to the microphone. This microphone doesn't even work. It's fake. It works. This one works. Oh yeah. I can't be too close to the microphone. I can't be too far away from the microphone. Right. Um, what else? Oh, can't say um. Oh, I can't read off of a list. Literally, there is a. I mean, and it's the same people. So my bad. We will be better today. Also, you have to use my grammar is your incorrect. grammar. Yes. Instead of saying I'm going go find food or I'm going to you this location, to to. I'm going to find yes. food. What are those called? Like what words? I don't know. Prepositions, adjectives, I don't know. verbs. I don't know. So we apo- We apologize. I apologize. So we, we will do better. Um, we are doing this a lot by ourselves. And so we don't have any uh, professional people out here telling us exactly what to say and right. And everything it's all like that. one take. We're not redoing yes, this, this over is, and over again. It's all one take. Yes. We're yeah. And it's not our freaking full-time jobs. Not yet. Yes. Not but yet. with the C and D sponsor with C and D, if you guys can buy some nets, buy some nets and please get me out of my day job. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, moving on. So APP results, anything yeah. that shock you or stand out to you? Um, well, I mean, we can just start. I mean, women's pro singles, I think was the most dramatic because as people maybe heard by now. So Megan Fudge was playing Salome. Uh, and she essentially went on Twitter and I don't want to misquote her. Not after you just said all that. And she said that she told she has no, here's the exact quote. I have notified the APP tour that after today's winter bracket final, I will no longer play singles until they implement a rule change about the number of overrules per match. I lost 11, nine in the third against her. Now her is Salami Salome. I don't know why, but she's very, she doesn't want to use her name. It's like Voldemort. Okay. He who should not be, she who should not be named. Apparently. Yes. Um, that were clear. I, I against her had four overrules that were clearly seen by the refs Four again, same as Atlanta tournament where I had already asked for a change. A player cannot continue to cheat and hope that refs miss it and have zero consequences. Enough is enough time to take action. I'm retiring from singles until, until I hear about a change. Thoughts? Well, do you think, like, let's just be real. Let's keep it 100. Because Salome does have a reputation. Yes. Right? This isn't the first time. It's not the second time. It's probably not the fifth time. 
Do you think that she is intentionally hooking people knowing that they have to appeal to the ref and the chances of the ref overturning a call are slim to none? I'll let you answer that. You're never going to play with her to answer it. I'll let you answer that. I think that it's very consistent at this point. Yeah. That it's more than a coincidence. I think that we've passed, we've passed the level of it being coincidental. Sure. Um, and so f- to have four calls overturned in one match. Yeah. That's wild. Like that means that these referees saw it, mm-hmm. which when we know how hard it is to get a ref to overturn a call. Yeah. Well, it depends on the ref. Some, Okay, well, that's more. true. That's true. I mean, when you step on the net, yeah, oh, yeah, at TOC, exactly, she was all over it. Yep. But to have four of them overturned, that means that they were pretty blatant, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yes. Um, and there's just like she said, there's no consequences. Agreed. So, yeah. So, so, what rule can you put in place? I mean, what she's alluding to, what she's saying, is that if a player is overruled X amount of times, say, call it three times, then there's consequences. They lose a point. They lose a game. They lose, they lose the match in college tennis. There's that's in play. If a player is overruled more than two or three times, they lose the same thing, a point game set match. So would you, you want to implement that for pickleball? Yeah, I think something needs to be but done. Do you think the referee yeah. knowing that that much is on the line based off of their call would be willing to overrule things at that point? I mean, if they're a hundred percent certain, yeah, I, you already, would probably see less, but I mean, if they're certain if, and if the call is blatant, then yes. Cause I feel like these refs are already so like, yeah. And that's the tricky part is shy. people, people say, Oh, just get more lines people out there. And truth be told in my experience and a lot of uh, other people's experiences is those lines people oftentimes make the incorrect call. Well, I mean, it's, and so would you rather have a lines person hook you or a player and have that player live with that reputation? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, her reputation precedes her for sure. At this point, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's wild. Like I can't believe the number of, times that we've hear this with every every match she plays yeah which might be why the app doesn't want it's to interesting because i mean you do hear of people with bad line calls but i mean if you go down the list ben jw dylan matt Wright, riley most of those guys they call fair very fair line calls very fair yeah and it's like you yeah. shouldn't need to call those balls so close in order to win. And if you are having to call those balls so close in order to win, then you should probably work on other things in your game. Yeah, exactly. And, you and know, so that, that's my question to you is, do you think her response in saying, I'm not going to play until this gets solved. Do you think that's appropriate or do you think she should do something else? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely an emotional reaction having to deal with it, you know, on, a continual basis, multiple tournaments in a row. But do I think that it actually really affects the APP that much? Mm-hmm. No. You know, obviously I think Megan Fudge is a solid player and she's done really well in the APP. But do I think Megan Fudge moves the needle? Mm-hmm. No. If Annalie Waters were to say, I'm not playing again. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think Annalie would ever be in that situation. And if she were, yeah. I think she would, I mean, she might complain a well, little bit. Be real. <laughs> she might complain a little bit, but she would probably go back to the court and work on more shots to well, not put honest. her in that situation. If she were PPA would make a change. They would ban Salome for life. <laughs> They'd be like, sorry, you're out. Go get some sunscreen. You're out. That's what they, Hey, do. you got to be careful with what you say. Remember la- last time? All I said is that sunscreen matters. It's a protective wear. 
use it. My wife says I should have put sunscreen on my face five years ago. Wow. I know. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday yesterday. Thank you. I'm feeling young or old. I don't know. Tyler's birthday. How old am I? Wish him out. 32. 25. 25. 25. Well, you would be 25 if you use sunscreen. (laughs) So anyways, the women's doubles, Salome. Did you know she's from Alaska? Are you sure? I think so. You're going to get fact checked. Hey, where's Lewis Hamilton from, by the way? He's from he's from England. I'm sorry. He's okay? not American. Listen, I'm who watches people race cars? Let's uh, let's watch real sports. Okay. It doesn't take <laughs> more people it, watch Formula One. It doesn't take skill to drive a car. I've been driving a car <laughs> since I was 12. Okay. All right. Let's not pretend that that takes ability. Let's see. Where is she from? <laughs> I actually don't know where You're she's going from. Get roasted. She's not. She's um, European. Yeah. Is she? I don't know where she's from. You're going to start losing credibility with all these things you're saying. You got to be careful. I have zero credibility to begin with. If you believe me. All right. So the women's doubles was uh, Alex Trung and Glasdog. Yeah. uh, Versus Susanna Barr and Megan Fudge. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I actually saw it. Yeah. Me too. Thoughts on Alex Trung, your Blackbirds girl, not tapping paddles between games. Love it. Do you? Absolute killer. Alex Strong is a killer. I'm telling you. I just feel like it's a little awkward when their partner does. I know. Well, that's because Vivian Glasman is just happy to be there. She just seems so nice. She hates me, but she just seems so nice. Yeah. But Alex Strong, she's not on the court to be your friend, mm-hmm. right? She's not there to, to be buddy-buddy. She's there to freaking go win. By tapping a paddle, does that make you buddy-buddy? Yeah, absolutely. Get off my paddle. Absolutely not. Do you go freaking shake hands between quarters when you're in the NBA? You could. Do they? Most don't. Okay. But these aren't quarters. These I are understand, games. but go for, do tennis players tap paddles between games? Uh, they might brush each other as they cross the net or I something. Would, I would rather, honestly, I think it'd be sick if she walked by and just shoulder bumps. <laughs> just absolutely freaking shoulder bumps Susanna Barr. All right. Anyway, Susanna Barr and Fudge, they double dipped. So they lost... In yeah. the main draw, and then they came back through, and they won the game to 15. Yeah, they're really good at pickleball. I mean, they're really, really good at, at women's doubles in the APP. My question is, a lot of these teams that have success in APP, mm-hmm. they do play PPA tournaments, but they never play in the same partnership. That's the thing. Like, Do you think – how would Susanna Barr and Megan Fudge do? I would love to see it. Like – I would love to see it. And same with Paris and Simone. They've yeah. never played in a PPA. Well, they're never going to now. Why is that? Rumors are they broke up. They're on the same MLP team. I know. And they tried to trade Simone. And Simone got mad. And her and Paris are done. Interesting. For the rest of this year? For forever. Well, they're still playing MLP. I know, but they're trying to trade Simone. <clears throat> we'll take her. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you trade her for? Pisnik? I'd trade her for one of our dudes. <laughs> Just kidding. Easy. I can't say stuff like that. You're getting fired. <laughs> no, I would not trade anybody for anybody. And yes, okay. So it was 11 8, 11 8, Susanna Barr okay. and Fudge. I actually watched the whole match. It was yeah. actually uh, entertaining. It was fun. A yeah. lot, of, lot of good points. Yeah, great point. I'm yeah. telling you, like Alex Trong, she's only 18, dude. Yeah. She's a freaking killer. Like she's coming. Uh huh. And after the, if, I don't know if you watched later, but if you go like look at her on Instagram, she's kicking it with Susanna Barr. Yeah. Like, so it's not like she has like 
bad blood with her. She just in the match, she gets focused. Yeah. She's intense and she's, I mean, I understand that viewpoint, but I mean, I've played in quite a few matches and not once. Most of the time it is so natural. You're so close to the net. You have to change sides. I mean, what's sticking out a paddle to, she didn't feel like it. All right. That's all. Dude, it's like when your mom, when you're a little kid and your mom's like, how hard is it? You've been walking past that pair of socks on the <laughs> stairs for weeks. Uh-huh. How hard is it to bend over and pick it up? Yeah. Alex is like, I'm not, I'm good. I'm going to do my thing. Okay. I like it, dude. Honestly, like as like a, like I like the intensity. This isn't a gentleman's sport. This isn't like golf. It's like, it's not a gentleman's game, <laughs> right? Like you can be friends off the court. I hated when the, I've told, we've talked about this. I hated when the NBA, like when LeBron and Chris Paul and Carmelo and all these guys got in their banana boat together and they were like going, yeah, you know, like it's like you want to be competitive, right? You want to be, you know, you can be friends later. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. I great like that great take from Jimmy. Yeah. I like that. Tyson flipped you off. There we go. The truth but, comes out. Well, I just mean, I like that. There's a rivalry there. It's, <laughs> It makes the sport exciting. You're telling me, do you not remember when they released that you were going to play Tyson, the buzz of that? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was pumped up to watch it. Like yeah. they want to see what happens. We like fireworks. We like drama. Yeah. We like people pissing in plants. Like though that stuff is fun. <laughs> Donna doesn't. Donna does not, but Donna go buy another plant. Cause you freaking, should we get Donna on the show? I think she would come on. I think she would have a great story. Yeah. A great story. I'll reach out to her. Okay. Um, men's doubles. Yeah. Oh, so real quick, um, Glosman and Trump. Yeah. They lost 15, 11 in the, which was actually closer because Susanna Barr and Megan, they actually had a significant lead in the, in the first half. Yeah. And then they kind of let up and then they also had another slight lead in the second half. Yeah. Um, but then they kind of went away but with it before we move on really quick. How'd you feel about Glosman? Cause you're playing with her next week. Yeah, so a week and a half. Yep. So yeah. I'm excited. Her back end's gnarly. I mean, she just rips that yeah. ball. Yeah. Rips that ball. I think she's improving a lot. Yeah. And at a rapid pace. Yeah. Which I think most of us expected. Yeah. Um, and her, I mean, her and Alex, I mean, we've said this before, like the six, the four of them can just go play their own rec games because it's going to be the same yeah. people in the finals. Okay. Uh, so, men's doubles. Yeah. So men's doubles, again, same thing. Are you shocked? Are you surprised? Um, I mean, if you had to put money, if you had to put a million dollars. Do you put it on Nunnery or Dayescu? Whoever they're playing with. If they had to say Dayescu. Okay. I'd put it on Dayescu. But if they had to split. If they split, I'd go Dayescu. Okay. I think his track record this year would prove him. Yeah. Yeah. So Dayescu and Nunnery, but they played together. So they win. They beat Brendan Long and Stefan. Averne. Is that how you say it? Stefan. Stefan Averne. I think so. Bro, I'm bad at this. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, and then they, they actually, the second game was close. I think it was 12 10 or something. Uh huh. Um, and then, well, when they played them in the winners, they played them in the winners bracket, and then Brandon and Stefan uh-huh. had to beat Yame and Kyle Yates. Yes. And then in the finals, they rolled them. It was like 11-3, 11-6, which is crazy because, like, I love Nunnery, mm-hmm. right? Nunnery is a friend of the program, we'll call it. The program. Should we call him that? Friend of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was bad in MLP. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
It's tricky. But he's but, wrecking APPs. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know who else made a deep run? Who? Wyatt Stone and our fellow Utah boy. Barrientos? Todd. Oh, Fo? Yeah. He they were playing? He played APP. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They actually lost to Kyle Yates and Yami, so they finished fourth. Gotcha. Which is a good run. But but, but to get there, they oh. beat Barrientos. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um Let's go into singles, uh, men's singles. So, Kwang Dong, congratulations. Kwang Dong. The Avatar Ballbender. Avatar Ballbender. He somebody, got his first gold. Yeah, somebody told me that he was very, very humble, uh-huh. and he was taking pictures with people, mm-hmm. and that he was just a freaking super cool, chill guy. Yeah. I was watching a little bit of it, and it was uh, kind of interesting. They kept showing his dad because yeah. he has a he can't good hit. Re- let's just be honest; he can't hit a shot without looking at his dad. After. Yeah, but his dad was recording, and the commentator said every single point he would record it and then stop it and then start recording it again. And I mean, that's great, but I thought it was a little bit interesting because I mean, this is on the live stream, and so yeah. you can go back and watch these matches for the most part. I guess it's a yeah. different perspective, um, filming it from the side. Have you seen those? Um, Ray-Ban. Oh yeah. 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 Those are cool. So we yeah. have the guy on our, one of the football coaches on our football team. Uh-huh. Has, he football coaches on our football team. See, these are things I'm getting made fun of for. Um, he has them. Mm-hmm. And so we played a scrimmage and he stood behind the line and uh-huh. he just every play. Interesting. Yeah. And honestly, it's a cool perspective and yeah. the, the quality is insane. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, would you ever play those on and record a match? I mean, rec play, I don't know if I could do it in a... No, but like rec play? Yeah, for sure. You think that those would like... You think it'd be beneficial to go back and watch? Yeah, for some for some areas. They're 330 bucks. What would actually be better is have your opponent wear them so they can see you. Rather oh, than, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. But you know what they're going to be used for? What? Creepy old dudes at the airport or... Cheering on. Just walking around. Yeah. Being creepy. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. I'm sure some some fans will do it watching pickleball matches. Yeah, I mean you could do it anywhere. Like that's any- why Anna Lee got her security guard. That's <laughs> so he could drive the bus. <laughs> Can we get a tour of the bus? We'll try. That's my goal. So breaking news. Breaking news. What is it, Tyler? Jimmy might ninety nine percent of the chance he will be out at MLP and Nationals. And Listen, so we're going to try and do a lot plane, of content. Unless my plane crashes or I get COVID, uh-huh. I'll be there at MLP leaving to next day. Yeah. The day after tomorrow. So this- he'll be there. So um, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, come let us see know. me. Come say hi to me. Come give me a hug. Don't do that. That's weird. But okay. Um, do yeah. you think Kwong breaks through in PPA? No. Singles. No. Why? Because it's too, it's too deep of a, it's, it's much deeper of a field. He's like 18 or 19 though. I think at some point he might. Well, that's what I'm saying is, do you yeah, think he'll break sure, through? That's, at some point. I mean, Ben Johns said that he thinks that he's kind of the uh-huh. next up and comer. Yeah. Although what's funny is you did mention the Ben. Well, you've never had any. I know that. Yeah. So yeah. That was I was, thought that was a little bit interesting. Yeah. Which if you guys have not, we did a podcast with Ben, um, that was released a couple days ago. Go yeah. watch it. Um, it's really good. It gives a good perspective on the game Yeah, and it's just the, a fun conversation. The, the one thing I'll say about Kwang Dong is that he may, Ben is, he may not have been able to play with Ben yet, but Ben obviously <laughs> plays a different game, right? Ben plays and Ben admits this. He plays more of a, 
cat and mouse mm-hmm. singles game. But if you are playing a tennis singles game, like for example, Connor Garnett, Kwang mm-hmm. Dong plays Connor Garnett very tough. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's guys that he's going to play tough and then there's guys, but he just needs to evolve. So yeah, yeah. if he evolves, then I think Kwang Dong has a chance. Yeah. Awesome. Um, all right, moving on. So let's get into another, I don't know, maybe a little controversial, but before we get going, we want to give a big shout out to Acacia Pickleball. Uh, they make these incredible shoes. Go to acaciasports.com. Check them out. Yes. They are the shoes that I've been wearing for the past three years. Super comfortable, super lightweight. I love the color. Um, these are an updated version of the previous model. And so the outsole is better. Um, and it's just a better quality shoe than the, their previous model. Yeah, I love them. I wore them. Jimmy wears them. I just played on yesterday, two days ago. Yeah. What are your favorite things about these shoes? Well, one, I think they're really comfortable. Okay. I think that's the, the biggest thing about them. Um, and honestly, I'm telling you, like, I know that in the past, one of the, like, I think we can say this, one of the knocks on Acacia was the durability. Mm-hmm. I've worn these for, I mean. What, How long have you had them? Like summer? Okay. So three, four months. Longer than that. When was it? Was it June? I don't know. I got them before the draft, the MLP okay. draft. So June. Gotcha. So, I mean. Five months now. They look brand new. They look like they've never been worn. Awesome. And it's not like, you know, I'm like a normal wear and tear size guy. Yep. And so, yeah, I think they've been, they've been great. I love them. They're like I said, they're lightweight. They're comfortable. They're durable. Those are my favorite things. Lightweight is by far the number one thing. Yeah. I feel so incredibly fast when I'm wearing these. And they're super comfortable. You're fast so, anyways. Um, check them out. Use code KOTC at AcaciaSports.com yes. um, to check them out and save a little bit of money. Also, Thank you, Acacia, for sponsoring this yes, segment Acacia. of the show. Also, real quick, before we... We forgot mixed doubles. Just real quick. Susanna Barr, Andre Deescu, nobody's surprised. Okay. They want to get... They are the Ben Johns Annalee of the APP. Yes. But guess who finished fourth? Who? Our guy. Who's our guy? The Griddler. Gridley, Austin Gridley and Allison Harris. Awesome. Poor Allison. What do you think they talked about? That's a great partnership. What do you think that they talk about on the court? Strategies. How do we told the Gridley story about (laughs) how he was in Vegas and he literally between a match, I walk over to him. I think you did, but he drove down there and he stayed in his car. Yeah. Slept in his car. Yeah. And then he was super hungry, and between matches, he was drinking a two liter of Dr. Pepper, and he ate a full little Caesar pizza. Sounds like my guy. And then walked on the court and yeah. just slayed it. Yeah. I don't know if he slayed it, but anyways, love the Griddler. All right. Uh, thank you, Acacia, for sponsoring this segment of the show. Leia Jansen, your girl. So Leia, Leia. She's kind of been hanging a little bit low the past few months, few weeks, yeah. uh, but she did do a podcast with PPA. Yeah. And in that podcast, Hannah Johns... Ask her a question. Give us yeah. the rundown of kind of Hannah what happened. Hannah said, if there was one thing that you could change. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just be clear. Like these questions, she, it's not like they gave her a list of these questions beforehand. Exactly. She was asked on the spot. Yeah. If there was one thing that you could change about one rule, mm-hmm. change you could make, what would it be? And Leia sat there for a second. She said, well, I think what I would do is I would go to a drop serve. Mm-hmm. I'd make everybody drop serve. And Hannah's like, interesting. Why would you drop serve? And Leia's point was this, okay? Her point was the rule book states that the serve was never meant to be weaponized, Mm -hmm. 
right? And the original creators of pickleball said the serve was never meant to be weaponized. It Pickleball is meant to be a rally volley game, mm-hmm. right? It's not a game like tennis that's meant to be won or lost by your serve. Sure. And so that's why they eliminated the spin serve a couple years ago, which we both freaking hated. Yeah. Because exactly that reason, right? There's people that could develop one skill and they became relevant. Are you referring to anybody? I'm just saying, Zane, haven't heard from you in a while. So, wow. With that being said, Leia said, you know, a couple years ago, me, her and Tyson mm-hmm. were the only two that were really going with the big serves and flirting with the illegality, Illegal. illegality, which yeah. is the serve above the navel, right? Yeah. And so her and Tyson were very, very close. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but Neil, yes. Metarata, potato chip Neil, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyone know that story? Neil literally beat Tyson McGuffin, was sitting there between matches eating a freaking bag of Lay's potato chips. That's how much respect he was giving Tyson. Anyways, potato chip Neil complained about Leia serve online. Mm -hmm. And the next tournament, Leia literally got called for it like 10 times. So Leia hates Neil. Let's just be clear about that. Um, So she just said that it was only her and Tyson that were flirting with that for Mm -hmm. a really long time. Now we're back to everybody towing the line or a lot of players towing the line on big serves. Yeah. You know, Deckel obviously does it mm-hmm. right. Deckel's very, very, I mean, Deckel's serve is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a dozen players now that, yeah, there's quite a few. There's, yeah, m- yeah there's more than five. Yes. That are hitting, trying to hit those yeah. big massive serves and they're, you know, I mean, the reps are having to get very low to see if that if they're legal. Yeah, and so Leia's point: and these serves will rarely, rarely get called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's impossible to know exactly where the you know the navel is and where the actual contact point yeah. is and and things like that. Yeah. So Leia was saying, in order to get rid of that, if if the serve was never meant to be weaponized then go to a drop serve. Mm-hmm. So she was asked that question on the spot. That was her response. And she was crucified. Yeah. Like literally crucified for what she said. Yeah. I mean, there was 400 comments on that PPA yeah. thread. Within like a day, if that. Yes. Yeah. And just lighting her up, calling her a whiner, a complainer, saying she always has something to complain about. Freaking Sterling said, go start your own sport. Uh-huh. All these things. <laughs> So obviously we know Leia very well and I'm not justifying anything here, but I never, I watched that interview before I read any comments mm-hmm. and I never thought in my head, like that was blatant or that was bad or well, anything. That she was complaining. Yeah. yeah. I never thought it was a complaint. I thought she was answering a question. Yeah. Um, well, you also made another point and not to throw Colin Johns under the spotlight, but, or under the bus, but I mean, he made a suggestion as well. Yeah. Change the balls or change. So the did paddles. James Ignatowicz. Yeah. And Colin so Johns and James Ignatowicz both mentioned that they need to have a softer ball. Yeah. Men's and women's games should have different paddles. Yeah. Um, because essentially the men are hitting the ball too hard. Yeah. And that's almost what Leia was saying too. It's like, all right. So the, the question is, should, they go to a drop serve. I don't think they should go to a drop serve because I do think that I'm okay with the serve being part of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the serve, 
Do you like the big serves? Do you like the Ben Johns, the Deckel, the James, the Tyson? Do you like those? Or do you I think, think that's <laughs> not right? I mean, I'm okay with it as long as it's within with within the rules. If you're able but to But the get, issue is it's hard to see hard exactly. to say if it's that's within the, the rules. That's the problem. But do you not think that if you went to drop serve that someone could just hit a big forehand anyways? Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it would be as significant. Would you see more like two handed backhand drop off a of drop serve? I mean Scott Moore does it. He yeah. does the yeah. drop yeah. backhand. <clears throat> yeah, like so. Lorraine. Exactly. Yes. Lorraine does it. Lorraine's got a nasty one. She'll ace you any day. Yeah. Shout out Lorraine. <clears throat> um, anyways, I don't think so. I think that you need to keep the serve in the game because I think that it, it will. Here's the reality. This sounds stupid, but it will look dumb. Mm-hmm. It is, it's yeah, a professional but I think, sport. Um, and I think I aesthetics th- matter a little bit. I think Padel, and I could be wrong, but I think Padel, they do the drop serve. That's too. why nobody watches it. Well, it's bigger in Europe than pickleball. Well, Europeans are soft, so that's why. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying, it, like, if you're serious, like, do you have like, a bodyguard? Pickleball, you have security? I'm just saying pickleball is already like has that, you know, it's an old person sport and it's already got all the stereotypes. I think if you went to a drop serve, it actually takes it away a little bit. Mm-hmm. So no, you can't drop serve, but they do need to call it a little bit closer. And I think if you called some of these players once in a while, yes, then at that point, then they're going to, you know, they're going to lay off. Leia has laid off her serve. It's mm-hmm. not as big as it used to be. Yeah. I bet right? she starts going hard again until she gets called. She should. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's the same thing with, with Salome making bad line calls, yeah. right? Why wouldn't you? Same thing with... You might feel bad. You I mean, a, some people have a conscience, but same thing with Annalie Waters using a freaking loaded paddle. TBD. That's... I'm just saying. Not fact. That's not fact, but I can hear her paddle from here. I think she just started warming up in Florida. We can hear it. <laughs> okay, like, it's the same. I'm just saying that it's... Everybody's going to toe that line until there are hard and fast rules in place. Yeah. And I don't think what Leia said was that crazy. Yeah. I don't think it was because that's okay. You just play Tyson in singles. Mm-hmm. All Sean, our boy, all Sean, he <laughs> tweeted a while ago and he said in the future, I predict something to that effect. I predict singles will only be the person who has the hardest serve, hardest return and the first passing shot. Yeah. Actually, probably. I think you just said the first two. Hardest serve and hardest return. Yeah. So, so those two things. Yeah. And so if you can master a good serve, you're in a really good yeah. position. Well, I mean, do you just go overhead serves at that point? No. It's illegal. I know, but... Okay, yeah. but you... But I, I, I'm just saying, but I mean, that's a top a proponent player. proponent of serves don't matter except for in singles. I think serves in singles matter, yes. But I don't think don't they do. You don't hit a big serve in singles. Um, I'm starting to ramp it up by okay. one or two miles per hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're going to start hitting a big serve. Are we going to see Bigger. Tyler Loon? I told, and people don't believe me. I promise you, we did the speed gun and I got 63 miles per hour. I'm sure. And Deckel got 57. Listen, I can hit him hard. You've nasty Nelson me before. I know. Yeah. But why don't you ramp it up then? Singles, I, I am starting to do it. Because I don't think it matters that much in doubles. Because you play Tyson, mm-hmm. and and I talked to you right after the match. He wrecked me with the serve. You yeah. said you couldn't get return a serve. I couldn't return At a serve. At least you couldn't return it deep. Yeah. 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 I think serves matter, and I think um, returns matter in singles. Yeah. And you want them as deep as possible, right? You want to paint that line? Generally speaking, yeah. Yes. I mean, every once in a while, I think it's good to throw in a mix-up. But yeah. generally speaking, maybe 85 80, 85% of the time yeah. you want it deep. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. So, so yeah, I don't think what, anyways, I don't think what Leia said was crazy, but I don't think that PPA should do it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, 
because you are seeing a lot more players use big serves to yeah to weaponize yeah for sure so okay um next little subject uh our friends over at the dink uh it feels right podcast um they had a interesting topic that we wanted to touch on um it was rob nunnery and i believe adam stone and they said should they cancel the next mlp in san clemente but first and foremost we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor of this segment crown crown pickleball jimmy yeah he's your guy tell us about crown kevin right here Crown pickleball. So, by the, by the way, he sent us a massive box of just swag stuff yeah, that that gonna you're going to have to pass we may, out. We may pass this out then. Yeah. Um, Crown pickleball. So, I mean, they are durable. They don't go out of round. We they are actually, very economical. Very economical. We actually got a message from mm-hmm. a guy who stated that they use crowns for an entire tournament, mm-hmm. and they did not have a single broken ball. That's awesome. Which he's never experienced before. So, I mean, Crown, we love them. I mean, we've been using them for a while now, obviously. They've been a huge part of our show. They're our OG sponsor. And so I don't even know the number. I'm sure Kevin can tell us the number of people who've used the KOTC code with Crown. Yeah, he continues to sell out. But we sell out every time. People people really love them. Um, And let's just, we'll keep it 100. There was one person who got a bad batch. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kevin made it right. Yep. He made it right. It was just one of those things where, I mean, you're dealing with plastics, right? Yep. And Kevin made it right. So we love Crown. We're big fans of them. Go check What's them out. What's the website? Crown Pickleball. Oh, Crown Pickleball Store. Dot store. <laughs> Crown Pickleball dot store. There we go. Anyways, check them out. They're great. Um, as I've always said, the temperatures, they're getting colder. Yes. And so this ball is going to play much more similar to a harder ball now with the colder temperatures, but yet you will not break nearly as many. Check them out. Uh, use code KOTC and support them. All right. So the topic that uh, It Feels Right podcast they were yeah. talking about is should they cancel the next MLP? I'm going to preface this by saying... Even now, you're a PPA show. Even now, <laughs> nobody knows what in the world is going on. The amount of information, disinformation, misinformation, everything that is still floating around is yeah. still super high. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about. I, I kid you not, somebody very high told me two days ago that the next MLP Dallas was going to get canceled. Yeah. And I said, there's no way it's in less than a week, but that's what I'm saying is there's still so much uncertainty and so much rumors out there that here's the thing. We had Tim parks on the show and he said, if anybody tells you that they know something there, they don't, Mm -hmm. they're lying because they don't know Tim parks. I know is very, very, he's, he's informed. He's informed. He's second, third guy from the top. Right. And he's talking to the people at the top on one side and then obviously Connor Pardo and Tom Dundon on the other side. And I think they're, they're just still trying to work everything out. This is a complicated merger. Yeah. Right. And you're, you're bringing. So the merger still has not happened officially. It has 100%. Like, There's yes. been a lot of, um, uh, LOIs, um, what do they call them? Um, agreements, contracts, yeah, term, sheets. term sheets. The term sheets been agreed to. Everybody's agreed to the term sheet. Yeah. And now they're working out the details, like the scheduling. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do free agency next year? Mm-hmm. How are they going to value teams? What is going to be required of teams and owners moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got one set of players that agreed to 26 events with the PPA. Yep. And one set of players that agreed to 200 MLP days with the MLP. Yep. How is that going to come together? Yep. Um, 
player contracts, I mean, they're inflated. Let's just call it what it is. They're mm -hmm. out of control inflated. So do you honor all of those contracts? Do you renegotiate? Do you, what do you do? Okay. So right. back to the question. So should they cancel San Clemente MLP? So, so going straight to MLP, I love MLP. Okay. Do I'm you? A big MLP fan. Okay. I think MLP is a fun format. I think it's exciting. I think that, I actually think that it's the future of the sport. Interesting. I don't think it's the future of the sport. Like I, I think they can coexist, mm -hmm. but I think that it's more fan friendly is my point. Okay. And I think that if you're going to get viewers and you're going to bring people to the sport, it's going to be through MLP. Okay. Now, will they fall in love with the tour format? Of course. I think eventually. But to bring casual viewers to the sport, MLP is where it's at. Okay. Okay. With that being said, are they playing for anything this year? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're playing for anything this year at the Aces? I mean, there's pride, there's competition, there's money. But yeah. like when there was relegation on the line. Exactly. It made it so much more intense. It yeah. made it so much more meaningful. Mm -hmm. And now it's like they're just, if it does feel like they're just playing to finish out the season. Exactly. And then everybody starts <laughs> fresh again. Exactly. I, I would agree with that assessment. So should they cancel so San Clemente? San Clemente. The only reason I'm going to say they shouldn't, I think if they were going to cancel, they should have canceled Atlanta and canceled all of them. Mm -hmm. And then they should have started fresh in 2024. Mm -hmm. Now that you've done Atlanta, now that you're doing Dallas, I hope, cause I just booked a flight, but it's in two days. So I'm sure they are. You, I think you move forward with San Clemente mm -hmm. and San Clemente becomes that huge, like 2024 blow up, you know, heading into the new, yeah the new merger new season. Yeah. And you keep it for that purpose only. Mm -hmm. And you do your draft there. Don't do a separate draft. Do it at San Clemente. Um, you have everything announced by San Clemente of what 2024 is going to look like. San Clemente is in like three Almost weeks, December, four weeks, like fourth or fifth. I know. Yeah, well, they better get their shit together. They've had yeah. months to get this. Done. That's what I'm saying is I'm not saying they should do one thing or another, but I think it would be extremely nice for them if they said, all right, we have this amount of time to figure everything out. Yeah. Because right now, as we just said, like there's still so much floating in the air, yeah. so much uncertainty, so yeah. many, so many other factors that I don't know if they just need to say, Hey, we need fresh. We need to start fresh. Uh, in 2024. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, if they were going to do that, they should have done it back in July. Problem is, is it's that whole out of sight, out of mind thing, right? Yeah. If you, if you cut out three events, the owners are pissed because their, their owners value the owner of these teams, their value comes from events, right? Their, their <clears throat> team's value comes from yeah. being seen eyeballs. Yeah. And if they're but, not being seen, I mean, yeah, that's a different, yeah. topic but yeah the, the good, their exposure is not great yeah i agree but in terms of viewership for us as fans like i mean you just hope that everything's good and you let them deal with all of that yeah so obviously you're a lot closer to the situation i'm obviously a lot closer to the situation but as fans you get more info than i do i know it's fortunately or unfortunately Sometimes you just want to be a fan. Like sometimes you just want to pretend everything's great. Remember what I told you when we first started the pod? I said, you might want to start a, a separate Instagram page because yeah. you were having everybody just message yeah. you. Yeah. And now that one gets, but I like it. Honestly, I like the messages. Keep sending them. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, no, I mean, I think I'm excited. MLP, I'm pumped for that. Okay. We're pumped for nationals right after. We're going to be at both. So we're going to be in Dallas a lot. So 
So if you guys want us to meet up with you or do any special videos, let us know because we're open to ideas. Um, we're going to do a live pod from Dallas. I think that's one of the plans. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll do a couple. Yeah, yeah, we're going to try and do some live stuff from Dallas. Yep. Um, let us know who if there's anybody you want to talk to. We Hayden is going to come on. Mm-hmm. We've already talked to Hayden. He's in. Um, yeah, we're going to see if we can get a tour of the bus. Okay. Annalie, if you're listening. Also, if you guys have made it this far, please do us a big favor and hit that like and subscribe button. It does, it, it does us uh, a lot of good and it helps the channel grow and share the content with the new audience and allows us to continue making these videos. Um, all right. Also recently we've had a couple people donate to our show, which is incredible to see. Um, so if you want to, you can donate to the show. Yeah. If you want, you can also ask a question and that assures that that question will get answered. Um, first yeah. and foremost, we want to pay for our friendship. <laughs> hey, I've been doing that my whole there's, life. There's a lot of people who do that. There's people who pay for partnerships. Yeah. Colin Johns pays Ben. Gives Ben a percentage of his purse. Mod balls. We love them. Yeah. Jimmy, what's your favorite thing about mod balls? Nutritious, but delicious. Nutritious, but delicious. Check them out at Modballs. sustainable fuel. Check them out at modballs.com. Use code KOTC. Super clean, super delicious. They give you that extra boost needed throughout the day when you're in a pickleball match or whenever you're playing sports. Um, it just gives you a little bit more energy and it's clean. Um, yeah. It's my favorite part. So I actually talked to a guy. I shouldn't say that. This is obviously this is not referring to me clearly. But he told me that when he started viewing food as fuel as opposed to just food, uh-huh. stuff that he was only going to put in his body to fuel his body. That's a really good way to look at it. I need to start doing that. It was a game changer yeah. for him. So yeah. check him out, modballs.com. Very healthy, very nutritious, and yet delicious. Yes. All right. Thank you for sponsoring this segment of the show. Um, first and foremost, we have two donations that we would like to get yeah. to. So your boy... Thomas Westra. I love Thomas. He didn't Thomas. know how to, he didn't know how to donate on um, YouTube, so he's Venmoed me. <laughs> Thomas is listen. Thomas, we love you. Big Catherine Parento fan, though. Huge Catherine Parento fan. Are you not? I mean, I have to. She's on the Aces, but she's great. Catherine's. Fine. She's the second. She's by far the second best player. Better than Anna, at the moment. Yes. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Anna will use it for motivation now. Do you like her new paddle? Anna's? No. um, Yeah, it looks good. I wouldn't like to play against it, but on the same team, it's great. Yeah. Okay, moving forward. Anything else you want to add? You look like you're uh, wanting to get some more information. Just love love me some Thomas. All right, Thomas Westrup. He said, besides the Ernie King, I think you are the king of overhead smashes. Has anyone ever been hit by one of your smashes? And then he also said, what's the best body bag you've done on an opponent? Uh, Thank you, Thomas. And thank you for your $10 donation. We appreciate that. Um, Very nice of you to say. Do you have the best overhead in the game? I'm not going to say the best, but I think uh, I get quite a bit of power. Who, who, give me your top three overheads. So, I mean, it's it's tricky because uh, uh, Pesa, Uh he's got... Him or Daniel De La Rosa by far have the hardest overheads by far. Yeah. Uh, but they're not in the top five or 10 yeah, or anything. But in terms of just in, overheads. In the top 10-ish or 15, whatever, um, Ben Johns, he can generate a lot of power. He doesn't always. Um, a lot of people say that Matt Wright has a powerful o- overhead. Um, I think Ben Johns has a much more powerful okay. one than him. Who else? Well, you tell me. I don't know. Um, Who does not have a powerful overhead? 
besides fed. I'm not going to answer that besides fed. Yeah. I'll let you, who, who, who does not, there's one or two people that come to my, my mind. Yeah. There's a few guys that could use a little extra, you know, who else, who little, is it? A little extra junk in their trunk. Um, I did see, which reminds me, Megan Fudge yesterday in the women's doubles final had a overhead yeah, and she just missed it by like 15 feet. Really? I've yeah. done that before. Um, you've done it multiple times. What about times. women? Who has a powerful women's? Etta? Etta. Leia? I feel oh. like to me, there's... <laughs> Listen to this guy. I don't know. Be careful, Tyler. Be careful. I feel like there's two types of power. One that is really snappy and yeah. poppy. Yeah. And then there's another that's got like a lot of breadth and And, and DLR and Pesage is just yeah. insane. Insane. So like if you take out top 15 men, mm-hmm. if you just go to the top three in all of pickleball, mm-hmm. you put those two in the top three? Yeah. And then who's three? You? Maybe. I would be like three to five. Okay. Somewhere in there. Is there someone out there that like sucks, but he just hits the ball super hard? I don't know. That was Jack Sox overhead. His probably would be, yeah. It's good. I haven't seen him much, but I would imagine he would be. But now he's going to use the Lux. Yeah. So that'll decrease it. Yeah. Cause it's like a pillow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Okay. All, All right. right. Um, thank you, Thomas. Have you, oh. so to answer his question, body bag someone who have you body bagged? You, yeah. I've got you multiple times you and have. it is it is priceless. Priceless. Bro, I don't move well in my old age. In your old age, I'm sure that's why. I don't move well these days. Okay. You're getting surgery on your leg, by the way. Knee surgery in two weeks. Two um, weeks. Send flowers. I, I've mentioned this before, but I accidentally hit uh, Philip Locklear in the face. The last person beat Ben Johns? I'm not sure. Uh, in oh, the wow. face. With uh, right. an overhead. And he, and he, he, he was, was the best sport about it. He was I, nice. Huh? I felt so bad. I hit him like right here on his forehead. And he concuss him. I don't know. It, it but he was, a, he was happy afterwards. It, he was just, it he was smiling. It was a Jesse Irvin situation. No, no. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, thank you, Thomas. Uh, Michelle Thompson donated $25. Michelle. That's like nowadays, that's like 12 junior bacon cheeseburgers. She said, Jimmy and Tyler, can I get your take on the viability of the NPL league considering investing? And I want the perspective of you both. And Jimmy, I'd pay, I'd happily pay for your time for an offline conversation. Michelle, Michelle, I'm blushing too thoughtful, too nice. So Michelle, this is actually a great question because I just talked to and had a very deep conversation with a player in the NPL. Okay. Yesterday. Who was it? Scotty J. Okay. And he said something that was really interesting that I guess I haven't really thought about. And he said he was, he originally, when he essentially was, he was a sub. So he wasn't drafted to be the NPL originally because he said he could only play four of the six events. Mm -hmm. And so he ended up playing four events with four different teams. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that he said about it was he's like, you got to remember that the, that, that a lot of these players, they're retired. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of money. And so they're not playing in a ton of tournaments. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so there's actually these players that would show up to these MPL events and they're not the Scott Moores. They're not the Dane Gingriches. It's not the, the Dave Weinbox. These, these seniors that we all know, they're these seniors that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're really freaking good. Okay. So what's the viability? So I think NPL? the viability of that is big because I think that what that does is, it allows new players and better competition than we're even realizing 
Okay, but where, did the, the where does the money come from? Outside of raising it, where does it come from? What's the revenue stream? What's the game plan? Well, I like? mean, here's the thing. I mean, that's what, that's what uh, MLP is doing is they're raising all this money, which they've raised, but okay. where is the actual revenue stream coming from? Well, the revenue stream's got to come from TV partners. And it's got to come from So is NPL going to get TV partners? Well, I think that if NPL has some sort of streaming, I mean, how much money are they trying to raise? Right, I mean, is MPL going? Well, they're trying to pay out. They're trying to do. Dude, they paid sing- out a hundred thousand dollars. It was three thousand dollars per winner. Exactly. That's not much. No, that's what I'm and saying. And so they need to raise a lot. But those guys were pumped about it. Yes. I mean, three thousand. But they've got to raise bro, a lot You know lot how more. many freaking senior breakfasts that buys? <laughs> <laughs> like that's three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. That's good. <laughs> the lunch special. Yeah, like I mean. They, they eat at four. The thing is, they probably have to like have all their matches earlier in the day <laughs> so that it's over by the time Price is Right comes on. But my point is, I think that, it, that if they, there's potential there because people love pickleball. They mm-hmm. crave pickleball. Yeah. The Tuesday night pickleball at the Orchard, right? The, the Arizona Pickleball League. Yeah. Shout out the Tempe Tornadoes. <laughs> Big Tempe Tornado fan. Oh my gosh. Continue. Um, dude, their live streams get, I mean, they have good views. People are paying, they're buying tables to watch. Yeah. So I think that there is a but market But is that viable there. at a national scale? Is, is that something that you would put dollars behind and expect a return? Not just a donation, but an actual return. I think there's a market there. I just don't know what, how big that market is. Right. Are you becoming a financial advisor? Like, can you get like closed caption at an old folks home and have them watch it? I don't know. I'm just saying like there's, there is closed caption. (laughs) I'm just saying that there is like, I think there's a market. I think it was exciting. I mean, you saw freaking, was that Lopez rolling around on the floor? Yeah. Right. What does he call himself? Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying the or split age at the nationals is going to be great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think that there, there's a market for that, but like PPA, Mm -hmm. I mean, PPA hates the seniors. They don't hate them, but PPA and maybe it's those years of running old folks homes for Connor Pardo. And that's why he's over it. But they don't, they don't give the seniors anything. Yeah. They're not going to live stream. The, the thing seniors. is the seniors want to be playing on the PPA or they at do. least they were. Yeah. yeah. But now that they have MPL, maybe MPL is that next thing. Best of luck. Hopefully it succeeds. Hopefully it's successful for them. Um, like, do you ever like, I mean, the champions tour and golf, right? The senior PGA. I mean, it still has like its role. But I don't think many people are, you know. I was scrolling through Instagram, shockingly. Have you heard of NAPP Tour? No. Another new tour. Really? Another new tour. Is that the Canadian one? No. Oh. North American Professional Pickleball Tour. Where is it? But are you sure that's not the Canada one? I'm positive. Where is it at? They have a lot of Arizona people. Give me one player. Patrick Kafka. Oh. Ursilio Cabiesis. PK's in it? Monica Pikarski. Okay. Uh, uh, Augie Gee. Okay. Another tour. Interesting. I wonder what the, what the, yeah. Raina Ash. Oh, I watched Raina Ash play in Vegas against the Brashes. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting. I mean, there's tours. Yeah. Left and right. <clears throat> there's a lot of players out there like that that we've never heard of. And I think the MPL probably has more of those than, than anybody, because yeah. like I said, a lot of these players don't travel. They're not playing on tours cause they're, you know, they're doing other things with their lives. Right. Yeah. 
The the thing I've been Michelle. Told. Long story short, <laughs> we just talked about that for maybe ten minutes. Save your money. <laughs> save your money, Michelle. Just be a fan. If you ever invest in something, only invest the amount that you're okay losing. Michelle, invest in KOTC. <laughs> there we go. That is something we could talk to you about. Our viewers, I promise, are higher than the MPL. Okay. All right. So we're just going to hit on some questions. All right. And they said, would you consider inviting ALW to be on the pod? 100%. 100%. We would love that. That would be so much fun. I love Annalie. Big fan. Ever Do you pilot. ever see... Pickleball becoming more popular than Padel in Europe or South America. We just talked about this. We kind of did. They have a drop serve, so yes, it will. Because the drop serve is soft. Padel is huge in Europe. I know, but Padel is hard to play because it takes a freaking prison cell. It takes a cage. <laughs> I think it's. I think pickleball is easy because you can literally put up a net and you're, you're playing in minutes yep. in a parking lot. Yep. Ever consider having a female perspective on your Podmore? Female Jimmy here, call me. Yeah, we can have a female on here. There's actually been a couple um, moms that really love the show and they want to come on the show and voice their opinions. And some of them are pretty spicy and they they love the, the tea. And so maybe we'll get one of them on one yeah. of these days. I'd love it. I'd love Allie it. Allie Welch. Oh gosh, we would, where's the sensor button? <laughs> Her mom. Well, her mom, Randy, would be great. Randy would be amazing. Allie, on the other hand, we would have to censor a lot. All right. What are your predictions for how far you will get at Nationals? Bring that lung fire. I got a prediction. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. You're playing with Big Papa Jay? Big Papa Jay and Viv. He claims his ankle. He, he claims that him and Rettenmeyer lost at that lone palm uh-huh. because it was the first time he'd played okay. since his ankle. Okay. So give them a couple more weeks. I think you guys are going to do well. I think I'm going to say we got semis. MLP Dallas before. I'm going to say semis. That's pretty optimistic. Um, I I think personally in pickleball, especially now, the competition is so high that anybody who is on that day can almost almost win these top players. Yeah. Um, and so James, if he's on, if I'm on, I think we can do extremely yeah, well. I think so too. Get hot. Yeah. Dallas weather looks perfect, by the way. When can we have clips of Jimmy's pickleball skills on the pod? I'm saving you guys the embarrassment. You don't want to see that. I'm fine. I'm, I'm I beat Jimmy with my offhand. No, we're not. We didn't even play a real match. It was more than one game. It was no, multiple it games. It was like three to five. And games. I was using that freaking paddle. I won't mention the name because they'll sue us, but. <laughs> What's next? Can you give a shout out to my guy, Davin or Davine? He loves pickleball and this is his favorite pod. Yes. Shout out Davine. Davine? Davin. Davin? Da- yeah. How's it spelled, bro? D-A-V-I-N. That's Davin. Okay. Davine? What? What? Says the one that kind of was Davin. doing Domi. Davin. Domi. Domi. Domi is very similar. Okay. Why is there no convenient way to check pro results on your phone like ESPN ticker? So... I heard that they're going to try and do that on, can we say this on pickleball.com? Sure. So pickleball.com is, you can follow them on Instagram. I think that they're on Instagram now Mm -hmm. and they're basically trying to create a site that's all things pickleball, like ESPN for pickleball, where essentially anywhere, like even these new tours, like this MPPTAWL, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. close, whatever that is, is going to, their results will be on there. 
you know, if you go on like right now, like you can go like say NCAA, right? On ESPN, you can do a drop down. It has like every conference. Mm -hmm. They're going to have it where it's like every tour and they're going to have results and you're going to have events and schedules. They're going to have articles, things like that. So I would check out pickleball.com. Keep, you know, stay on that and see. Pickleball.com? It's just pickleball.com. Yeah. All right. What's the over under cost? What's the over under of Ben actually retiring when he is 30, similar to Leo with singles question mark. I think he will. I actually think that the thing with Ben is he's actually been pretty adamant about this number, which to me is a bit perplexing because he's having so much success and the money is, I mean, he's had money for quite a while, but the money is, but did you hear what he said? Yeah, I mean, we interviewed him, so yeah, I did. Okay, but one thing that Ben said that that was the most interesting thing to me is he said, I have no desire mm-hmm. being the number five player in the world mm-hmm. and sticking around as the number fifth best player. Yeah. So as soon as Ben is not number one, he's out. Yeah. Truthfully, like, that's that's it. Yeah, but you, I mean, he also hates losing. And so yeah. it's like, if you were number five or number 10 or number three, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that motivate you? To try to be one, like I how long does how think, long does he need push. to be? How long does he need to be three or five or ten or whatever? Well, that's to, the thing. I don't know how long. I don't know what that number is for sure. But yeah. I think in Ben's eyes, I think he views it as this: is that there's a kid that's 14 years old right now that's playing pickleball for four years, and he's coming up through the ranks. And by the time that kid's 18, he's going to be a freaking stud. He's going to be better than we've Ben's. heard that before. But I'm just saying, not yeah. a tennis player. I'm <laughs> saying a kid that's been playing pickleball. Wyatt Stone, we've seen it. Stop. I like Wyatt Stone, but Wyatt Stone ain't it. We, we've seen that. Sorry to his mom. <laughs> will, ben, will Ben Johns retire if pickleball becomes an Olympic sport in 2032? Do you think he would come out of retirement? Yeah. You have to have Ben Johns in the Olympics. It's in Australia, isn't it? 2032. I'm not sure. How amazing would that be? And Australian pickleball is big. Shout out Sarah Burr. Follow <laughs> me on Instagram. Best advice for a good drive. So best advice for a bad drive and then I'll give, dude, I'm just, I, listen, my drives, they'll go 10 feet into the fence, but I hit some good ones with that gearbox, that hack you do. Yeah. I just try to, I'm just trying to rip literally hit as hard as I can. Don't listen to me when it comes to drives. You want to learn freaking backhand? Talk to me drives. <laughs> Stay away from me. All right. So best advice for a good drive. Um, a lot of people look to your technical form for this. I would always say the best advice for a good drive is your height over the net. I don't care what it looks like, but if you're able to hit that ball half an inch to one inch over the net, it's going to be a successful drive. Um, if you're looking for technical advice, uh, get down low with your legs, have a low center of gravity, and that helps quite a bit. But the most important thing you should look for uh, while driving a ball is your height over the net that's going to determine how successful it is all right last question i have only ever played pickleball can hang in 5.0 can i go and be good at tennis that's interesting that's a good question um i don't you would probably be better to answer this than i can but i would say that tennis translate to pickleball better than pickleball translate to tennis agreed yep 100 percent. i would agree with that um tennis translates especially in singles it translates very well uh doubles is a little bit different but for some reason, those skills do not translate from pickleball to tennis. And there's like some players that like we know that we've played that played t- high level tennis or tennis. Oh, got that. Um, 
that have played tennis and then they've transitioned completely to pickleball mm-hmm. and then they'll go back to play tennis and it's completely foreign. Yeah. Where the other way around, it seems like, yeah. Yeah. So that's a great question actually. All right. Anything else, Jimmy? No, no. I think we're, yeah, we're good to go. All right. We appreciate uh, our sponsors, Pickler, the title sponsor, uh, C&D Nets, our new sponsor yeah, who we're C&D. stoked we're, to start using their nets. Pumped. Go check them out. Uh, we have Acacia, or not Acacia. This is Crown Pickleball. <laughs> Acacia sorry. Balls. Acacia Balls. Crown Pickleballs. And then our trusty Acacia Shoes. Go check them out and use code KOTC at yeah. all of these websites. Uh, we appreciate your support. Do us a big favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. The next time we do a podcast, we may be on the road in Dallas. So hopefully yeah. that happens. And let us know if there's anything you'd like us to touch on. Yeah. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Thank <laughs> you.